Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Life's uncertain journey. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, we are back again uh, this week with uh, another great episode of uh, Life's Uncertain Journeys radio broadcast. I am Nadine Davis. I'm going to be your host tonight, along with my uh, beautiful co-host, Alicia Locker, who is joining us tonight. Thank God. We always have this every week. Just before it's time to go on, something stupid happens, right? <laughs> No. Huh? I'm telling you, I can hardly hear you. All of a sudden, your voice went down. No. I don't know what happened. Before, we were talking just fine. Look, we're going to do this broadcast whether you like it or not. So, just want to say that we'll, we'll move on because, uh, to be honest with you, when Johnny and I, sometimes I go back and watch the, the uh, previous week's video cast, and while we're listening, the sound goes up and it goes down. And it, that's why I'm going to make an announcement before, the, um, before we end that uh, we're, we're reconsidering doing the, um, the blog talk part of this, but we'll, we'll figure that out later. But for right now, I just want to welcome everybody for joining us tonight. We're broadcast Tuesday, March the 9th. Uh, uh, and like I said before, I'm Nadine Davis, and this is my sister Alicia, and we're grateful uh, for another opportunity that the Lord uh, provides for us to, um, to not only share his gospel, but to host for our listeners real conversations about um, these troubled times that we're, that we're living in. And as always, we are viewing things from a biblical perspective. Um, that's our heart's desire. We want to know what God has to say about what's going on. And so um, that's why we're so pressed to uh, get on the airways, any venue that the Lord will open up for us to uh, be able to share his gospel and to do the broadcast, we're going to take, take up on it. And so... Um, we just want to thank you for joining us as we uh, prayerfully seek God's face together for wisdom, understanding, and revelation about how we should be prepared for and respond to the times that we're living in. This week, uh, we are continuing our conversation about developing and overcoming faith. But before we get started, I'm going to ask my um, hubby, if he will please coming faith. Okay, I heard that. And I'm going to ask my hubby if he will please um, open us up with prayer. Let me turn his mic on so we can hear can you him. Hear me? I can hear you. Amen. I see we're in warfare already tonight. 
but the devil is lying. So, Father, I'm right now you. we ask you to over these airwaves, Lord. The in Father, the heaven, we know that when your word goes forth, the Father, the enemy rises up. But, the Father, you said when the enemy rises up, you raise up a standard above the, the enemy standard. So we don't have to worry about it, Lord. We ask the Father, heaven, that my sister's Mac work, the Father, heaven, the, people, the words she say people yeah. can hear. My wife speaks to Father Heaven, people hear, and that your word, dear Father Heaven, your word will not return to you void. That dear Father Heaven, we know that people are listening, and we know the reason of this, not because it's maybe mm-hmm. in the list, but because your word is going forth, dear Father Heaven. So we know hey, the enemy yeah, does not like you. that. It changes lives. So mm-hmm. Father Heaven, continue, Lord, to bless over this airwaves, Lord, and if dear Father Heaven, as they change into another broadcast or media form, bless that media form to come. We ask you, Father Heaven, to let the people have ears, let them hear. Let your word go forth to Father Heaven and affect us to Father for your glory, that you that people will see us and want to know you because of how we've been changed, Lord, by our testimony. But we thank you for this evening, Lord, and we just give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, sweetheart. I really do appreciate that. Um, you know, I count uh I count it a privilege that uh we we are able to cause such a rumbling uh, in the enemy's camp that he's always got to try to trip us up every week. Obviously, we must be doing something right. So praise God. We're thankful uh, that we have uh, angels that watch over us and keep us, and we have the promises of God that back up. He is backing us up in heaven. So all that other stuff, I'm not going to worry about it. But that's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So um, let me take just a couple of minutes before uh, we get, uh, I want to just make a couple of announcements. First, uh, I want you to please feel free to join uh, Johnny and I. We host a a broadcast on Thursdays at 7 o'clock p.m. And so this coming Thursday, we are moving from the uh, Blog Talk radio broadcast to YouTube podcast. Okay. We're Transition into the podcast field. Don't even know what we're doing, but we're going in the name of the Lord and hoping he'll prepare the way. But we showing up coming. And uh, we have, um, any, if any of you would like to uh, join us, just go to YouTube and search Charlotte Christian Fellowship. And if you look it out, of course, you'll find us there and uh, they'll take you right to our, to our channel and you can uh, you know, what they call it. What do you call it when you go to YouTube? Su- submit. Subscribe. Subscribe. There you go. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> this is so much fun. Subscribe and click the little bell uh, just to get reminders if you want to continue to join us. The same thing is happening with Life's Uncertain Journey. We're going to become a podcast. And so you'll be able to Find us on YouTube by just entering Life's Uncertain Journey. And you know Life's is with apostrophe S, Life's Uncertain Journey, and it will take you to our YouTube channel, okay? And there uh, uh, we'll be able to, um, to continue having our broadcast. We'll be able to post it wherever we want and all that good kind of stuff. And then, uh, of course, Podbean and iTunes. Uh, Podbean is, is, is up and running. I think you have to download the app like you do iTunes, 
if you want to uh, find our broadcast on there by just putting in Life on Certain Journey. And so um, next week, that's what's going to happen. So to my faithful uh, Blog Talk Radio family, uh, I I want to be able to send you the actual link to our YouTube podcast. So please, if you if you want to continue to be a part of the conversation and and listen in on our uh, podcast, just email us please at lifesuncertainjourney at gmail dot com, and I promise you I will send you the link. And any other information, either Podbean, iTunes, and all this, how you can get out through those venues. Um, hopefully by tomorrow, my webmaster will have a link on our webpage. So you can also uh, find us on there as well. But that won't, probably won't get done until tomorrow or, tomorrow or Thursday. But anyway, if you do email us, we'll make sure you get all the links so you don't miss anything. And the only difference is you, we won't have all this interference that we've been uh, having. It'll be a much easier transition, and I think it'll, it'll look a lot better as well. So there you go. So, Alicia, were you going to say something? Nothing changed as far as the date and time. It's still Tuesday, 7 p.m. It's just a podcast, right? That's right. Thanks, darling. Thank you. Yeah. At the same time, it's just a different channel. <laughs> so uh, we, we, we're looking forward to that happening. Um, I want to um, all our regular regular listeners to uh, please set on your uh, phone or however you can do a reminder that we will be moving to YouTube so the next week you won't forget and dial in. I know y'all not as old as I am, but it can happen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but just remember, we won't be on Blog Talk Radio next week. We will be on our YouTube channel. Okay, now, so... Um, I'm going to go ahead and open up our mic. Alicia, if you'll just give everybody uh, their listening instructions, please. Yes, ma'am. As we always remind you every week so that we can have a uh, distraction-free time in the Lord with one another and hear each other uh, clearly, we ask that you keep your mics muted. We welcome you to participate in the conversation. Matter of fact, we strongly encourage you to jump in and, and chat with us. And when you do, just take yourself off mute, say what you have to say, and remember when you're done, put yourself back on mute. Simple as that. We know you all know, uh, Nadine may have to mute you if we find that there is some interference in your mic, but fear not, you can jump back in once, you know, that's cleared up. So. Thank you, it. honey. Amen. So, for those of you who were with us last week, you know that we are continuing this conversation about developing and overcoming faith. And as we've shared before, it is a very relevant subject for us today, whether we know it or not, because, and I'm sure none of you will disagree with me, that we are either in or entering the end of the age when our Savior is supposed to come get us. And so that being said, there are several uh, things that he instructed us in his word that we need to be aware of. And so uh, I'm just going to do just a, a, a short recap for those that maybe weren't able to join us last week, uh, just so that you can get a, a, 
a context for what, what our conversations have been about. And so far, we've learned that Jesus does not want us to be ignorant about the signs of the times in which we are living. Mm-hmm. Signs of his imminent return are quite obvious, and I'm pretty sure many of you all can co- have come to that same conclusion. And although we don't know the day or the hour that Jesus is going to show up, how did we say it last week, Alicia? We want to be ready. Stay ready. Be ready so we can stay ready. Or stay ready so we can you be don't ready. You have to get ready. So. <laughs> That's you right. Stay ready so you can be ready. That's right. Stay ready so you can be ready. And so that way you don't have, you don't have any last-minute stuff that you got to try to put in order. You know, we should be ready tomorrow. We should be ready today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, they weren't ready. They thought they thought that they were going to be all right, and 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 then it was going to go borrow from the girlfriend. But the girlfriends, although they loved them, they said, "Baby, I'm sorry, you have to go get your own oil." Mm-hmm. And we don't want to come to that. So, um, I believe with all my heart that what God has been orchestrating, and it's probably a confirmation for you too. You know, God has been trying to say something to us. He's been trying to uh, warn us and get us uh, on his page. You see, our heads have been stuck in the world system for so long until, believe me, it's a little difficult to, to kind of disconnect from the world system. And so, you know, we need to pursue that disconnect. God wants us to be heavenly minded, not earthly minded. He says we got to seek things that are above, not the things on this earth. But many of us are still doing that. Uh, how does Scripture says, "As it was in the day of Noah, so shall it be in the in the coming of the Lord." He says they were having parties, getting married, doing all that stuff, right up until the day that Noah and his family entered the ark. Everybody else was going on with life as usual. And that's what we see happening now, especially since uh, they think they got a cure for COVID. You know, thank God for the uh, for the uh, vaccination. You know, for those who uh, who who you know are really getting sick from that COVID, that this this uh, vaccination, you know, according to what they're saying, is supposed to be helpful. I do know that the numbers are seeming to go down of COVID cases as well as death. So something must be going right. But however it's working out, um, I'm gonna, I promise you, everybody's going to be getting right back to doing the same old things that they were doing before. No change, just moving right along with the same old routine. And I'm afraid that, Continuing in that frame of life or that lifestyle is going to cost you. So I believe with all my heart that if God allows us to show forth, speak his gospel, and to share his truth, there are those whose ears are ready to hear it. Those are the ones that we're speaking to who are ready because they're on God's page. They want to know the truth. They don't want to be tricked. They don't want to be fooled. They want to be ready when Jesus comes. So they don't want to be absolutely don't want to be left behind. So 
you know, we're going to do what God has put on our heart to do and, and, and leave the rest up to him. We've also been discussing the fact that nominal or a measure of faith is not going to sustain us during these last days. Uh, The scripture tells us that God has promised in his word that judgment is coming. And he also promised that this judgment that's coming is going to start with his people. Okay? So just be aware of that because he goes on to say, let me see if I can um, pull that scripture up. I think it's in Second Peter. He he told them that this is what's going to happen because um, God says if if we can't get ready, if we don't come through uh, God's shaking of judgment, then the world is in real trouble. They they don't have any, but that's not what God desires to happen. Says in First um, Peter. Uh, chapter 4, I'm going to start reading, I'm going to start reading at uh, verse 14, 1 Peter 4, 14, it says, I'm reading from the uh, King James Version, it says, if you be reproached for the name of Christ, be happy, of glory and of God, Rest on you. On the part of the world, it's evil spoken of. But on our part, God is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer or as a busybody in other men's matters. Any man suffer as a Christian Let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin with us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, Where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God, keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that as we are looking into what needs to happen for our faith to be developed so that when the the shaking has already begun, okay? But... God's promise, I'm going to shake the, the, the earth, and I'm going to shake the heavens too. And when the shaking is done, the only thing that's going to remain are those of us who are rooted and grounded in him. We can't be shaken. You see, and John talks about if we, if we have built our faith upon the rock, though the winds may blow and come and go, it won't knock us down because we're rooted and grounded in who? Christ Jesus. That's our rock, the one that's going to keep us standing firm until he comes to take us up out of this place. But, um, but my point and our conversation is about moving beyond 
the measure of faith that we learn has been dealt to every man so that we can believe to salvation. But we cannot stay there. We've got to move on to overcoming faith. First John 5, 4 confirms that, vic- that the victory necessary to overcome what's happening in this world and what's about to happen in this world is going to be our faith. That's what's going to overcome. Overcoming faith is what we need. And so seeking God because we want to have overcoming faith. Anyone want to share anything before I move on? Alicia, any other listeners on? By all means, please share if you like. The mics are open. I put the scripture she referenced, maybe just reference in the chat on um, live if you, you know, want to go back to them. Okay. But I agree, overcoming faith is is is, is what we have to have. We have to build. Yeah. We have to maintain and um, trust it. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And even in uh, Mark in Mark eleven twenty three, the Lord talks talks about you know if you've got mustard seed faith, you know you don't even know how powerful that is. So the mustard seed is so little, you can't even hardly see it. But it's enough. It's enough to get you started. But believe me, the kind of faith <clears throat> in order to be able to overcome this world, like for, uh, first John says, it's got to be overcoming faith. So you start with the mustard seed, but you can't stop there. No, you can't stop there. And that has to have a strong foundation and root and be unshakable before you build the one and have the type of overcoming faith that's yes. required to, to, to withstand what's coming and attacks of the enemy and all those things that we just don't even have, have any idea and certainly can't uh, be conquerors or win without that overcoming faith in Jesus Christ and God. Yeah. And so that's what we're talking about tonight. How do we get there? How do we get to the place where we have overcoming faith, that kind of faith that will stand firm in the midst of every struggle? Um, um, This faith is going to help us not to give up. Because as I shared last week, the salvation process has begun but it is not over, okay? We've been saved from the power of sin. We've been saved from the penalty of sin, but we have not been saved from the presence of sin. And in order to be saved from the presence of sin, you're going to have to overcome. You're going to have to endure. And it's not impossible. Because God said so. He's made a way for us to overcome. He's made a way for us to endure. So some of what we determined thus far is that with each and every trial, every test and tribulation we encounter, our faith is being strengthened and developed. Most folks don't know this. Most of us would try to get out of the trial or the or the death. But don't try to get out. Because God is doing a work. If He allowed it to happen, you know God is sovereign. And you remember the story of Job. We talked about him last week. 
Yes. You see, God was involved in Satan attacking him. He didn't even talk, invited him. <laughs> you know? Considered my servant, Joe. <laughs> yeah, he said, you consider him, say that about us one day. But he left us the story for us to read about what went down with Job so we can be forewarned. And encouraged. And encouraged. Thank you, Alicia. Excuse me, forewarned and encouraged. Not afraid, not fearful, not angry, not whatever, but encouraged. 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 And you've got to be because you've got to know that God's in charge. We cannot begin to wrap our minds around God's planning and purposes and all those kinds of things. He leaves us, you know, glimpses in his word of what he's doing. But one thing you must never forget about God, and that is his sovereignty. Mm -hmm. He will allow what he allows, and he will, you know, dismiss what he needs to dismiss. And we aren't the ones that call the shot. God is. But what I'm trying to get you to understand is that as a child of God, you have nothing to fear. God has got got it all covered for you, mm-hmm. okay? And he's been trying to show you uh, how in his relationship with the first church Israel and with what he's uh, done with the, with the uh, first um, new covenant church. And I understand, according to his word, that our promises are better than the, than the ones he gave to the first covenant church. So we got their promises and some new ones. It's a way for the development of your faith to get to a point of overcoming, and God's going to see to it. You don't have to worry because he loves you, and he wants you ready. He doesn't want you to be left behind. But he knows what it's going to take, and he's going to see to it that it takes place. As God said to the children of Israel, as thy day is, so is thy strength. That's in Deuteronomy 33:25. So whatever's going to go down in your day, your strength is going to be able. The, the strength that God's going to give you is sufficient to sustain you. Amen. And he wants you to believe that. Many of you all remember the story of Jehoshaphat. And he was facing a massive army over there in First Chronicles, 20th chapter, I think. And the most likely thing for him at that particular time and juncture was to panic and fear. And I can imagine that. I mean, you got all these other kings coming after you and telling you that what they're going to do to you. And you say, you, you know, your little army is no match for them. And, and he, you know, he could have panicked. And that's what most of us do. We get a situation, the kickoff. You know, we're not expecting it. You know, somebody, you know, somebody go, you know, get, gets into our bank account, you know, or we're riding down the road, somebody rear-ends us, and, and now we're in the house, and we're wondering what in the world is going on. Right. And then we begin to try to figure out how we're going to get ourselves out. You know, what am I going to do? And we panic. But God doesn't want you to panic. He doesn't want you to be fearful. 
But the first thing that Jehoshaphat did, you know what he did? He sought the Lord in prayer and fasting. Because he knew where to turn. He knew where to go for the answer. And, of course, uh, you know, it doesn't mean that he wasn't concerned right. or a little fearful about the outcome. But he knew where to go when the issue went down, and that was to his father. Amen. And he knew that rather than use his own remedy and mess up a victory, he better trust God. And I'm saying to some of you, I don't know what any of you are, are going through right now. Don't you try to fix it. You go to God and let him give you instruction. That's right. To guide you and lead you. Mm-hmm. So when, um, when Jehoshaphat saw the Lord, the Lord assured him that victory was already here. You hear that, beloved? I know your name's not Jehoshaphat, but it don't matter. Whatever your name is, if God promised this to Jehoshaphat during the first first church, Israel, believe me, he's no respecter of person just because you're in the new covenant church and you've got better promises. With this assurance, Jehoshaphat gathered the worshipers together to sing and dance before the Lord. Once he heard this is going to be all right, he got kind of happy. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to start getting happy. When the struggle starts, the trials come, the tribulations, James said, count it all joy. That's what Jehoshaphat did. And he started singing and dancing to the Lord because he understood the power of praise and worship. Song, I think it's Psalm 149. If you want to see what happens to the enemy when we start praising God, read it sometime. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, buddy. They don't like that. But God delivered them out of the hands of their enemies. Chronicles twenty twenty two says, and when they began to sing and praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushment against the children of Ammon. I don't even know what that means, but I know what an ambush is. I know what ambush is. You know, he sent he sent them against all the kings that were coming against Jehoshaphat. All of them was running into each other. And they were smitten. They were shut down. They could not prevail against Jehoshaphat and the people of God. But listen, beloved. When Jehoshaphat got into trouble, he had to inquire of the Lord regarding his outcome. We, all of us who represent the New Covenant Church, we already have God's response to trouble <laughs> written in his word. They didn't have the full canon, what we have. Second mm-hmm. Corinthians 2.14 tells us this. Now, thanks be unto God. Did you hear that? It said now. Not later, but now. And every time, when I read that, the scripture, I don't know if you all remember Andre Crouch. He had a song back in the day called Don't Wait Till the Battle Is Over, Shout Now. Y'all ever heard of that? That's what this, this reminds me of. Rollback. He said, but now, thanks be to God, 
always causes us to triumph in Christ. Not sometimes, all the time. It's written. The victory belongs to us because of Jesus. So I'm not to say, don't misunderstand that, that I'm saying don't pray and see God's face because you know that, that's our go-to. I'm not saying don't do that. But you go with the understanding of what God has promised in his word. Mm-hmm. Now, God, thank God, who always causes us to triumph in Christ. Start looking for the victory. Start seeking it out. Don't start worrying and twiddling your thumbs and worrying and things like that. And I know it's going to take time for us to get there because we're not used to this this uh, uh, deep relationship this that, that God desires to have with us where we can trust him like that. Right. I, I've oftentimes given the analogy of the chair. Many of you may have heard me say it, that when we go to sit down, we don't check the legs of the chair to see if it's going to hold us up. We put all the weight of our body on that chair because we know that chair is going to hold us up. But we won't give God that kind of credit. God wants us to. He wants us to give him that kind of credit. Well, we can put the whole weight of our personality and who we are and all of that on Christ, solid rock, our sand. All other ground is sinking sand. That's what God wants us to do. He wants us to have that kind of relationship. We even talked about that last week, about the casual relationship that some of us have with Jesus Christ, where everything has priority over him. And God wants to have a deep relationship with us. You know, the ride-or-die relationship that we talk about, those of us in, in the community, we know what that means. That's the kind of relationship God wants us to have with him where we can trust him wholeheartedly, exclusively, to do everything that his word said that he will do. You know, Nadine, if I could, like, go back to something you said about um, rejoicing in the time of trouble and mm-hmm. trial and that kind of thing, and you, you, you reminded us that um, God offered um, Job to the enemy, have you considered my servant Job? Uh-huh. And why did he do that? Jesus. 
Jesus Christ in the end, we already won. The victory is already won. And so we don't need to fret. We just have to have that faith. Amen. Remember that it's already done. Amen. That faith. And remember to call on the Lord. Amen. If we feel weak or we forget or we feel like, you know, that, that overcoming faith has a little uh, kink in the chain, then we go to the Lord and pray. And we go to his word, and we refresh ourselves. Yes. We remind ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, like you were talking about praise a second ago. You know, I know for me, when I get low, I, 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 I turn on my music, and I praise, and I pray, and I, and I, I rejoice. And that, that refuels me, because that's the connection. You know, we were created to worship and praise. Yeah, that's right. And so when we do that, when we go through, that's a closer connection. And we get into Talk a little louder. A little louder. Say it, say it a little louder. That's a closer connection. There you go. We're getting back into our rightful place with him. Yep. And that's where we want to be. That's where we want to be. And so that's always our go-to. <laughs> so, I mean, it was profound, lady, when you said that the... um. The uh, power and the uh, penalty, penalty has been paid, but the presence is still here. Right. We have. We haven't got there yet. We're going to experience it. We haven't gotten there, but we go. We coming. We we yeah. have way. If, if you think not. Yeah, amen. <laughs> and and that's why. Uh, and I think I mentioned this last week. When you get to the Book of Revelation, you find Jesus saying over and over again to him that overcomes. To him that overcomes, I will give to him that overcomes. And so who endures to the end. That's right. Because that is that is the paramount goal of your Christian faith is that you overcome. And so the 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 things necessary to bring you to that overcome status, God is going to provide for. And just like she said, Joel he had to go through some, some stuff. But God knew it before he even put him out there. That's right. God knew it. You know, and he also God also knew his outcome. He wasn't thinking up Job's life as he went along. Oh well, that happened to me do this. No. And that's not how he happened. That's not how it happens in our lives. Your name, beloved, is written in the book. Your name is written in the book and God says, I've written out all your days in my book. All of them. From the beginning until the end, and that ought that ought to give you uh, a blessed hope, a solid assurance that when God says the victory is yours, and the peace in the middle from the beginning until the time we we actually attain unto the victory, okay, we walking out that faith. We got to walk it out. That 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 therein lies the evidence of who God is. It's our ability to stand in the midst of it all. While the world is watching, I know it blows their mind. How in the world could somebody actually go through all that and still have a smile on their face? And some may ask you, but then you know what you do. You tell them, there's a man called Jesus that died for me on Calvary. Long, long time ago, and I met him. You see what I'm saying? These are opportunities that God is going to give us to bear testimony, we overcome Satan, 
by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of our testimony. Amen. Now, um, I want you to understand what I say. What I mean when I say this, we already know that God says, "Okay, when judgment starts, it's going to start with His people. It's going to get us taken care of." But know this: trouble goes with the territory in the life of God's people. If you read the Old Testament, you, if you read the New Testament, you'll see it. You know, but those the the the, the things that trouble does for us is that that is never designed to destroy us. It's never designed to put us down. It's designed to show off God's power. <laughs> you see? And if he's chosen you, beloved, if he has chosen you to show off in, so his glory can be on you in spite of what, you know, the world looks and sees going on with you, oh, yeah, you should rejoice. You should rejoice and be exceedingly glad. God warned Israel in Isaiah 43 that they were going to have trouble. And he told them. He said, look, when you go through the water, because you're going to go through. When you go through the water, I don't want you to worry because I'm going to be with you. Because you're mine. When you go through the rivers, I'm not going to let them overtake you. And when you go through the fire, y'all hear that? Look, you won't even come out smelling like smoke. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You won't even smell like in the other words, around you, but you won't. Oh, come on! If you read the story about Daniel, you put the Hebrew boys in. The folks who put him in got burned up. But the point that I'm making is, God has made provision for His people. We're extraordinary. We're not ordinary people. Because of the power of God that's deposited in us. Not not us ourselves, but it's the one that's in us. The spirit of the living God dwells inside these clay temples. And believe me, he's in there to do what God sent him to do. So God warned Israel, the first church Israel, you're going to have trouble. And then one came along and told us the same thing. The New Covenant Church, like the Father, he warned us. He says, in this world, you're going to have tribulation. Same thing. God told the first church. Jesus told the New Covenant Church. No different. Same thing. But if you read the story of how God them out, it will give you some joy. About how he brings us out. Amen. He says in Hebrews, what I wrote about, what you read about with Israel and what they didn't do, what Israel didn't do, he says, I want you to read about them. So it'll be a warning to you not to do what they did. Okay? And God even goes so far in, in Hebrews, in Hebrews 3, I think it is, and tell you why the first church didn't make it to his kingdom that he prepared for them. It was an <laughs> earthly kingdom. They had an evil heart. Not an evil heart of stealing. Not an evil heart of lying, killing, raping. None of that stuff. They had an evil heart of unbelief. Mm-hmm. 
That's why they couldn't go in. They didn't believe God. You see why overcoming faith is so important? It is important, beloved. They didn't go in because they did not believe God. As a matter of fact, that was the first sin committed in the garden. Adam and Eve refused to believe God. They would rather receive the word of Satan than the word of God. Counting his word of greater value than what God said. And it causes the whole world now living in sin. Being born sin, sinners. But God fixed it. He took care of it. He sent Jesus. So we have hope. But I'm saying all of this, beloved, because as trivial as it may sound to some, I want to let you know that this is not a trivial matter. So we want to apply ourselves to to develop that measure of faith God gave us. We we know that faith comes by what? Hearing. hearing. And hearing the word of God. And this don't mean just hearing sometimes. This should become your daily food, your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner, and your snacks. This word of God. That's right. Just like you plan to eat your meals and your body needs your uh for uh, its nutrition and substance, same thing. Same this thing. is part of your daily need for your body to be whole and well. Amen. In line with the will of God. Amen. And I'm, I'm going to ask you to speak up again because you're, you're getting kind of low on the volume side. <laughs> yeah, we, we have been given sustenance for our spirit. We know how to get sustenance for our flesh. God has given us Substance for our spirit Right here in his word And we need to be Make sure that we have a Constant diet of God's word And you know what today we don't even have No excuse you don't even have to Worry, worry about carrying no great Big old bible like mine <laughs> You have to bible is. You know you don't have to worry about carrying that around Where you go Not today So they've got uh, what's it called you version you can listen to in your car, you know, listen to everywhere you go. To be honest, while you're sitting up there typing up your, your paperwork for your boss, you could be getting a steady diet of God's word. And because of, of, of technology and things that are, are, are available to us today. But I'm saying all this because uh, I, I want you to know that um, we have an opportunity to see our faith go to a, a, a deeper level through the things that God sends our way. The trials, the tribulations, the struggles that we have to, um, in, that we will endure, not, you know, not, it's, it's not a if it's going to happen, it's a when it's going to happen, okay? But with every skirmish that the enemy brings, and that's another thing, the Bible says don't think that, that God is the one sending it, he is the one allowing it. Allowing it. Okay? If you remember the story of Job, God didn't do none of those things. Satan did. Mm-hmm. Satan burned up his house. Satan took his children. Satan took his money. Took, you know, made it sick and all that stuff. That was not God. God permitted it to happen because God knew the outcome. God knew what was going to happen on the other end. 
And Satan couldn't do a, a, a thing more than what God would allow. So know that, beloved. Have it already registered in your brain that if whatever the struggle is that God brought to you, your attitude is going to make all the difference in the world. It's going to make all the difference in the world. Because God, listen, he's pleased when he sees your face. He's pleased. With, that's why he told Satan, you can try him. You can try Job all you want to. You can't make him curse me. You see? And that, he, this is what I'm saying. Because he knew the caliber of a man that Job was. Job was, you know, he didn't understand why all this was coming on him. But he didn't, he didn't curse God. His wife was even telling him, man, go ahead and curse God and die. <laughs> I mean, wh- wh- why would he do all this to you? Right. Foolish woman. But you, when you have gotten to the level of overcoming faith, look, I don't know what in the world's going on, but I'm not worried because my God said he hold me in the palm of his hand. Can't nobody touch me. And if God allows it, he's going to bring you through it. Amen. That's how Abraham could take his boy. The, 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 the boy that came out of his loins that he asked God for, and God said, I want you to sacrifice him to me. You know, and the movies depict Abraham as being, oh, woe is me. Why do I have to give up my bony begotten son? The scriptures don't say that. He, ain't, he didn't lose a beat. He took that boy up there, wrapped him up in rope, and put him on that altar. And then you read over in, in Hebrews why he could do that. Oh, Lord, take us there. Take our faith there. Well, we can believe you like that. Nothing is impossible to him. Nothing. And we get mad and say, well, you know, I don't see none of these miracles and things happening today. You know why? It's not God's fault. Not to say it's not happening. You just ain't seen it. Because you still, we're still operating in the measure of faith. God wants to take you to the overcoming faith where you can see him do the kind of miracles that he wants to do in your life. You see, he knows, God knows how critical it is that our faith grows to the level of overcoming. And listen to this. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though something strange happened to you. You hear that? That's the Apostle Peter. Don't think it's strange. Because, you you know, you find yourself in trouble. He goes on to say, rejoice. Just like James, count it all joy. They know something. And they're trying to get us to get it. Oh, no, go on through, because when you come out the other side, you look, you're going to have some spiritual faith muscles when you come through. Devil won't be able to push you over every time he, you know, jump at you like that and you, you flinch back. Yeah, you jump at him, jump back at him. You know what I'm saying? No, that's what, that's what God wants to take us right. to that level. Well, no, you don't make me flinch. Because I know whom I have believed, and I know he's well able to do whatever it is you want to try me on. He goes on to say, Rejoice in as much as you are partaking in the sufferings of Christ. Now, beloved, when we talk about 
partaking in the suffering of Christ, it does not mean that you've got to suffer to the level of giving up your blood. Don't have to get up on the cross. Nobody's nailing your hands and feet to no, no, no wood plank. Okay? That's not the level of suffering that you have to deal with. The suffering that we have to deal with is this thing right here, this flesh. Bringing it into subjection to the truth. That's what hurts us the most because we want things the way we want them. And we want them when we want them. No, we don't want to wait. No, I need this now. And I know how to and I know how to get it now. And then we resort to our own remedies and things. And then when the thing blow up, you wonder what happened. No, God is not pleased with that. He wants you to trust him. And just like James said, it counted all joy. But listen, there are people on this phone right now who I know have seen miracles. You've seen God do some awesome stuff in your life. You see. And and the, the joy in that is that you are the evidence that God presents to the world that he's all powerful. Where's that evidence? I said that earlier. And every 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 skirmish, every trial, every tribulation that you're gonna go through is so that when you come through the other when you come through, because you're gonna come through, the Lord says, I'm not gonna let you drown. I'm, you're not gonna even come out smelling like smoke, you know, because I'm gonna be with you and I'm gonna bring you out. I think Psalm ninety one says I'm gonna bring you I'm with you in trouble, but I'm gonna bring you out with honor. With honor. Okay, coming through, going through and coming through by the grace of God. So we're getting close to our, our cutoff time. I get so excited, and I didn't even give it. <laughs> I didn't realize it was so late. But I did want some people to share. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask those of you that are listening today, if you would consider, if you can come back next week, um, sharing your trial. If you've got a trial and a tribulation that you think would uh, encourage our listeners and are willing to share it, we'd love to hear it. And, I, you know, I can, I can share mine, you know, but, you know, you've probably heard it a million times because I've, you know, been on air since 2018 and I know I've told all my stories. But the only one. I'm not the only one. So we're going to see God move us from measure of faith, mustard seed faith, to overcoming faith. And that's what all this is about. That's what we've been talking about and asking, seeking God for, this, is that he would do that in us. So right now I'm going to ask uh, Alicia if you will close us out in prayer tonight. Thank you all. Our, um, before we do that, I got a couple of minutes. Let me see if anybody wants to share anything. You got about two minutes to share. Anyone? We know you're there. <laughs> <laughs> Remember last week I did the, but I guess they're not ready to share. So it's okay. It's perfectly okay. Father, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for this time that you allowed us to have, Lord. And we just pray that we hear you, Lord, yes, and that we, our mustard seed faith develops in an overcoming faith, Lord, so yes, that we Lord. can have the faith of Job, so mm-hmm. that we can know 
that you are everything you provide out with every need. You protect us, Lord, and you keep us. Yeah. And so right now, Lord, we just pray that we're pleasing to you, Lord, because we were made to praise yes, and to worship you, Lord. And so, Lord, open our eyes and hearts and ears yes, and just Lord. help us to yes. these times, Lord. Mm-hmm. Let us not come out of this pandemic the way we went into it. Amen. Lord, oh, show yes. us your will and your way through this. What is it that Thank we can do to get in step with you, Father? Thank you, Lord. We don't want to go back to the old ways. No. This all happened for a reason. This, you yes. already knew the outcome of these times, Lord. We don't know. But with our overcoming faith, we can trust that you know, Lord. And we depend solely on you, Lord. So, again, Lord, we thank you for this time. And I just pray for each listener. I thank you for Nadine and John Mm -hmm. and their commitment to helping us to see your will and your way for our lives. Yes, Lord. We thank you for their sacrifice and their leadership and their mentorship, Lord. And I ask that you continue to protect them and equip them with your word, your will, your your everything that they need, Lord, we thank you. And, Lord, we ask that if anyone that's hearing us over these airways tonight that is not saved, that they come to know you. Go ahead. Lord, just have them, lead them in the way that you have them to go. Show them and, you know, give them a heart, what must I do to be saved? Mm -hmm. And we know that all that has to be done is to accept your son, Jesus Christ, and we thank you for it. Thank you, Lord. And we ask that you keep everybody safe. And until next week, if you should see it fit, we will see each other again. And we thank you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Well, thank you all, family, for joining up tonight. Like I said, please email me. Email me at Life Uncertain Journey so I can send you the links to our new podcast uh, channel uh, on YouTube and um, Podbean. But thank you all for joining us. God bless you. See you Facebook. I know we'll still see you all next week. Lord, yes. Lord willing. Lord willing. Love you, Lisha. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.